get on really with it. The, he 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 made me stop. He yeah, does this all the time. Fault. He does this all the time. He I, starts riffing at the like the first sentence, yeah. <laughs> and then I usually yell at him. <laughs> it's like, how quickly can we derail Craig? Yeah, it's a game. <laughs> anyway, it was removed from a church in northern Spain uh, to be restored. Oh no! Is this like that painting? Calm down. That blind on. lady did. See, see what I mean? Every time, <laughs> I'm not through the first. I'm not sentence. getting in the middle of this, guys. I was when trying workers to... noticed a hidden compartment. Whoa. Guess where the hidden compartment was in, in the, the statue. statue of the mis- misery Jesus? Yes, um, this is a Christmas present for you. It's butt. It's in his butt. Yes. <laughs> was there weed in there? <laughs> Welcome to Nerd Burger episode. 247. Take two. It's podcast. With a guy and a guy and a guy. I'm Mike. I'm Craig. And here we are with uh, our second try at starting that up. <laughs> Technical difficulty. Oops. <laughs> uh, that's a picnic problem. What? Picnic problem in chair, not in computer. It's oh, I, I've only ever heard Pebcac. Yeah, yeah, problem exists between keyboard and chair. <laughs> hey, who's that talking? <laughs> Maybe the guy who was a uh, the web developer for nine years. It's Ando! <laughs> it is Ando! Welcome back. Thank you, guys. Hello. Enjoy being back, as Hello. always. Hello. Uh, this is take two in more ways than one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We are recording uh, the day after when we were scheduled to record because, and let's just get this crap out of the way. Go are, ahead, fellas. What are, what are they called? Does this have a I name I don't think yet? it has a name. I don't think it needs to have a name. It doesn't have to. It snowed, okay? It snowed <laughs> over lot. the weekend. Like a, a real amount. Yeah, like, well, and, and you have to understand, if you, are, if, you, if you are a listener who is not listening from Georgia, in Georgia, we do not get snow in December. That just isn't a thing that happens. No, when it happens, it's January or February, Ex- or March or April. And even. it's an and it's an inch, and it's mostly just ice. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah. ice pellets. Not so it's here. Not really, it was real it snow. was depending on where you depending on the area. You got some places got like six or more inches. Oh, like quite a bit more than Eastern that. And Paulding County got a foot. Yeah, yeah, and just, and it was and it was the real kind of snow. It's like the pack stuff. Yeah. You we got eight here. Yeah, eight. Well, I'll say this. I saw for the first time since I'm not I've been... sure about the girth, but there were eight inches <laughs> of snow since, this way. Since, since I've been living here, this is the first time that I saw people post, posting stuff on Facebook where it wasn't just a shot of the snow, mm-hmm. you know, or the dusting. ice, the mm-hmm. dusting or whatever. It was like, hey, look at this four, five, six foot tall snowman I built yeah. with my kids. It wasn't which like, we, yeah. we will never yeah. get a chance to do again unless we, you know, travel. Well, the joke on, on, uh, on Twitter book. Um, <laughs> when this started was okay, everybody. You got you know a couple hours before you we could start posting your your dirty twig snow baby things. You know, <laughs> like your nasty dark you know icky leaf filled. <laughs> right, because there's not Gross. actually enough snow. It's, right. it's you're picking up pea gravel and yeah. dirt and all the dead gunk leaves. underneath. No, it's like honest to goodness snow. So that was 
That was quite the experience. <laughs> it was. Well, especially considering that coming into like, – it started snowing on Friday morning, and uh, c- coming into Friday, like going into Thursday night, the weather forecasts were saying like one to two inches. Oh, and, they totally boned it. Yeah, oh, yeah. And it's like t- 24 hours later, power's going out. There's mm-hmm. inches coming down. It's still actively snowing very, very hard, and mm-hmm. everyone's just like, uh, <laughs> one to two inches my ass. <laughs> And uh, the city where we live rolled out their three salt trucks. <laughs> and, uh, <That's> yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, you had salt trucks? I couldn't even we, get we out got, of my we've complex got like three. for a while. We've got like three. <laughs> There's like seven major arteries in the city that are... The roads are... are that are um, about 80% clear right now. Yeah, well, yeah. because of the, the big snowmageddon thing or whatever they call it four years ago, they actually have a lot more equipment and a yeah, lot more... we're better about that now. A lot more salty goodness to spread <laughs> around on the roads. The roads are actually pretty good today the main yeah. road yesterday yeah. they yeah. were pretty I didn't good have too bad. i hit like um, two patches of ice on the way over here okay but that was exciting a lot of that was the sun well anybody uh, have an interesting story uh, i have oh, oh go ahead fight I was fight like, fight well it's just, i i came okay got for for the listeners i before we started recording i said specifically i claimed a couple of minutes and i'm invoking my right as your guest to have a couple of moments here to talk about this exactly <laughs> go will, will the hosts yield no, you're like, you're wasting your minutes you have yeah. the floor <laughs> so so basically um I know that down here in Georgia, you there, there's kind of a high probability you're going to run into one of two vocal groups of people when it comes to t- times like this when there's snow around. One are the grumpy northerners who didn't like the snow in the first place and moved down to Georgia because we don't have it very much. And they're like, ugh, this is where I left the north to get away from. And they're grumpy because of that. Then you've also got a lot of grumpy southerners who've always lived down here and just don't like it because they like it when it's hot. And they're grumpy because it's cold at all, no matter what time of year it's cold. Um I feel like I'm in a bit of a minority here. So I'm one of the few people in Georgia who's actually been extremely happy. Now, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I did not come from the north. I was born and raised right here in the metro Atlanta area. But I still – that doesn't change the fact that I just really, really get a lot of enjoyment out of snow. And, you know, coming over – driving over here, I was in pretty much a sense of awe and wonder the whole time because it is gorgeous out there. <laughs> Ordinarily, by the time you can actually drive around Georgia, what's what's out there that's not just ice and slush on the the road is kind of already mostly Melton's kind of sad looking and yeah. very pathetic, but it was actually legitimate still banks it's of really pretty white snow. Normally, normally, wh- normally what you're see what you see when you can get out is yeah. snow's death throes. Yeah. yeah. Like the death rattle of, yeah. the, of the snow. Exactly. And so basically all I'm trying to say is, yes, I know I'm in the minority and yes, I know that it, it was disruptive. Yes. I, I was planning to touch on this a little bit too later, but basically I've had the place where I work has suffered from, there, our business has suffered because we have, we're still right now the power is still out where I work. Yeah. So like it's not like it's been a good thing for a lot of people, but the thing is it's it's still beautiful. So basically, some for those of you who don't like it, but you have people around you who do, please don't spoil this for them. We really it, we need some of these moments here and there. So that's that's what I came to say. Mm-hmm. Did you make Did you make a snowman? I no have a snowball no. fight. <laughs> Throw a snowball at sledding at Katie May. Did you build a fort? Anything. I, went I know out. you took you took a walk. Yeah, we took walks. That's I, nice. Yeah, I, I went there around. You go. And, yeah, yeah. I, uh. I, Katie made threw a couple of snowballs at me. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, we took a walk in the snow from our car to the hotel where we slept last night. <laughs> because because we didn't record yesterday. Winter is coming. <laughs> Winter is here, my friend. <laughs> no, it's still not here yet. <laughs> Technically, this is still fall. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care what the calendar says. When the snow's falling, it's winter. Yeah, a couple more weeks until. And winter is coming. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, our power was out for the longest uh, it's it's been since we've lived here, nine years, and um, 
yeah, when you don't have power, it's not that big a deal. I mean, we can find things to do. We've got candles. We've got flashlights. Yeah, we lost power a few times, too. It was kind of boring. But no, ours went out and stayed out, and yeah. it was out for, like, 12 hours, and then um, then 13, then 14, then 15. <laughs> and the Georgia Power thing, which usually, their their app, their website, however you look at it, it's usually very informative, and it, and it tells you um, your power's out. <laughs> yeah we know <laughs> um let us know just in case we don't know but they already knew and but they didn't have any estimates for time for restoring it and they always have an estimate for the time and they usually get it restored before that estimate mm-hmm. and this and it was like consistent every time i checked it n- no estimates and finally i looked at i looked at their twitter and their twitter said um we don't have any estimates because there frankly there's just so many things that we have to fix that there's no way we can even give you an estimate yeah. and i wouldn't count on the power coming back on today <laughs> so we looked on the web and got the second to last room at a la 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 quinta <laughs> where they take the dogs the pets the oh, dogs sure. and cats and so um we hightailed it over uh, over by the baseball park and um <laughs> for a very reasonable price spent the night at the la 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 quinta which i'm telling you they need to like buy the rights to that song and change whatever their their little jingle is to that but um so <clears throat> as we were leaving the subdivision a half an hour before the the deadline for canceling our hotel mm-hmm. that night right. that we'd already paid for online um we're driving down the, the the feeder road here outside the neighborhood and and we see two georgia power trucks headed mm. the opposite direction <laughs> and i i j- jokingly i turned to allison and i said watch we'll get there and i'll get the text that says our power's on well we got there in a half an hour after after we got there we got the text that our power was back on <laughs> after, after we paid and we couldn't cancel so we're like well let's enjoy the night at the hotel <laughs> yeah get a night the away. house will be nice and warm when we get back because <laughs> yeah. well, right. that's the thing because what are you going to do you're going to come back here and just sit here and wait as that you know this house yeah. slowly that, warms up that's that's and that's the problem with with losing your power um when you have extremes of temperature mm-hmm. is uh well your air conditioning obviously that runs off electricity so that's if it's the summer you you know it's just going to get hotter and hotter and more stuffy um but in the winter you know that's gas the gas fired furnace like why doesn't that still work craig because <laughs> the fan that blows the air is, <laughs> runs on electricity oh crap the thermostat that <laughs> controls it all well that actually runs on a battery but yeah <laughs> That's low voltage. Okay. Enough. So regardless, but uh, yeah. So um, yeah, it got cold in here. <laughs> that well, and, and honestly, Georgia Power is the is the what we get at the escapery uh, our powers from, which is why it's still out as of now. Um, but I guess it's your more, power's still out at the escapery. Yeah. Oh oh oh. oh, oh the there, escapery, yeah, well, that's yeah, what I was gonna yeah, say yeah. is that 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 on, on the per, uh, on the personal home front, that's one of the benefits of living where we live in Ackworth. We're actually on power that is uh, administered by the city of Ackworth. It's city of Ackworth power, and because it's city of Ackworth it's not really they that big. don't have a sprawling uh, customer yeah, base I mean yes yeah. we we did uh we woke up yesterday morning and the power was out and it was out for several more hours like I'm not trying to say that we didn't you know it wasn't out for a while but I do know that plenty of people have had our like it's still out and we got ours back in the middle of the day yesterday because the city of Ackworth doesn't have that much to deal yeah. with so it was pretty nice so so we, we we got ours back an hour um later than it would have been convenient <laughs> because <laughs> then we could have done this earlier <laughs> a lot of things craig's obviously done <laughs> what's Fine. not weather craig 
fine. <laughs> oh, boy. Grumpy over there. <laughs> I didn't have a story to tell, so I was just yeah. letting you guys get through it. And Meg's like, I had power the whole time. I was nice and toasty. <laughs> no, that's not true. I was, I had, power, I was went out for... power out in the middle of the night for two hours. I woke up. Oh. It was so cold. I was like, ooh. <laughs> oh, in two hours, you lost that much that much heat. Dead at night. Yeah. You know, three and four in the morning. Yeah. Nearly, yeah. nearly the coldest part of the night. And where I live, I have very no poor insulation. insulation. Uh-huh. I have mm-hmm. gigantic mm-hmm. windows that are single pane. As opposed mm-hmm. to my small windows that are single pane. <laughs> Still, <laughs> I have as much square footage of windows at my apartment as you do in this Probably, house. Probably, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Big, big windows. Stop talking about the weather, Craig. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys like wine? Who likes wine? Uh, I'll drink Some wine. It's got more alcohol in it than beer. Well, most beers. There's a, Although Larry uh, will tell you that there's a beer that 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 he serves at his new uh, restaurant that has as has as much alcohol in it as your t- typical wine does. Okay. He was telling me like 14.9 percent. I'm like, dude, that's wine. It's not beer. He's like, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> you should try it. Well, there's a uh, there's a little gizmo, a little gadget now that you can get, and it's it's um the name is stupid. It's <laughs> it's spelled weird and it's pronounced myono. Um, okay, but it's a wine scanner. <laughs> It's a little thing that you, little electronic gizmo, you dip it into your wine. You set it in your glass. It analyzes the wine um, and um, distinguishes distinguishes the style of alcohol and its onological characteristics such as the strength, the tannins, the acidity, all those little bits and pieces that wine aficionados learn about and sommeliers study in order to be able to recommend certain wines to you. And then uh, once it's, if you like that wine, you can press a button or plug it into your phone or do whatever it is. It's a yeah. wireless thing. And you it will tell you other wines that are like that one that you might like uh-huh. as well. You know, honestly, considering how picky, honestly, I am with wine, I could genuinely use that. <laughs> Here's a tip. If your food is red, drink red wine. If it isn't, drink white wine. <laughs> Pretty much like 95% of the time that'll that'll carry you through. Right, but though, but real, but real wine aficionados. Yeah, I, I don't like no, red I know. snobs. With you don't like fingers. red wine? No, I only I, like certain white. If basically, I only like wine when it's actually fruity enough to taste oh. like not probably wine. So, like, I like Moscato and occasional Riesling. So, yeah, I used to be that way, and then and then Allison forced red wine on me, and now I'm a red wine person. So, uh, just when you thought that there were at least a few jobs out there that were still safe from uh, robots, robots, yeah. <laughs> all the uh, sommeliers out there who were like, you know, have studied in depth and have, uh, you know, toured vineyards and gone to institutes and have learned every last little detail about every last region of well, yes, every type can, of can wine. the computer learn how to talk like this? I guarantee you, we can program this computer. <laughs> oh crap! <laughs> oh bother! Yeah. <laughs> oh poo! Yeah, there you go. Poopy pants. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Ando, you have news? I, I actually do. Oh I, my gosh! I know. It's uh, it's it's surprising. This happened. We, it should snow more often. Maybe I know. Ando would bring news. Actually, I've been holding on to these for a little bit of time. This one was actually from. Uh, I read this one on October uh, Friday the thirteenth of the, <laughs> October this year. Okay, so uh, the, in, in appropriate weight to the fact of it being from Friday the thirteenth. Uh, so there's a Chinese space station that's going to crash Earth within the next few months, mm-hmm. and nice. they have they have no idea where or when. Hopefully it's in that zone in the Pacific and the, uh, where Craig wants to live. and uh, <laughs> or, or maybe on that Yugoslavian <laughs> farmer that we talked about. Oh. 
So basically, well, hopefully, <laughs> it might. Go ahead. Go there ahead. Is an... Do you know him personally? Is he a douchebag? Yeah, no, he's a yeah. dick. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so there is an eight and a half ton Chinese space station <laughs> that has uh, that has gone into an out of control descent towards Earth, and it has accelerated. Oh no! And so uh, the the people who are watching it have expected it to crash to the surface within a few months. Uh, the Tiangong One, I'm sure I'm horribly butchering that, so I apologize, uh, but it translates to Heavenly Palace. <laughs> not, not for much longer. <laughs> yeah, not for much longer. Uh, it was launched it's going to be earth, Earthbound rubble pretty yeah, soon. pretty soon. Uh, it was launched in 2011, uh, and it was described as a potent political symbol of China. It's part of an ambitious scientific push to turn China into a space superpower, and they used it for a while. But uh, in 2016, after months of speculation, the officials confirmed they'd lost control of it, and it's going to crash to Earth in 2017 or 18. Um and any basically, they've narrowed it down to between October of this year and April of next year. Oh wow! But it's been steadily decaying, and it's been going faster. And so basically, they don't actually know exactly when it's going to hit or where exactly it's going to hit. So yeah, watch the skies. You might have pieces weighing up to a uh, hundred kilograms uh, I, falling on you <laughs> anywhere. I think we talked about that story, but they didn't have such a uh, a tight window. They were like, nah, pretty much any time. <laughs> Whatever, you know. It's one of the things you expect to crash. Oh, there it is. Now it's there it is. down to what? A couple of few couple, months. three months. Yeah. Yeah, but well, from now on, now. Oh, and here's well, they the said it was accelerated, though. So Yeah, well, and here's the quote I was looking for here. Uh, let's see. We're, the, the quote here is from, um, wait, I'm trying to see who this dude is. Um, Jonathan McDowell, who is a renowned astrophysicist from Harvard, and he's a space industry enthusiast, um, he said in 2016 that you can't, you really can't steer these things. Even a couple of days before it re-enters, we probably won't know better than six or seven hours, plus or minus, when it's going to come down. Not knowing when it's going to come down translates as not knowing where it's going to come down. Okay, so what are the what's the percentage chance that it hits someplace that's going to do like actual damage? Like not the, the, not much, not much. Really, yeah. really small. You got 70 percent yeah. of the Earth is already water. Yeah, so you're down to thirty percent land <laughs> chances. And there's then a, there's now a lot you got to pick. There's, there's a lot, a lot of, of land, land that's just nobody's just, there. It's yeah. just stuff. It's just ground and trees and kill an animal or something. Oh, watch out, Peta. Peta's going to be all in an uproar. Point Nemo. That's what it's called. The oh yeah, the vast area in the South Pacific where there's. That's that's the furthest away from any human habitation. <laughs> that's where they try to get these things to um, splash down when they're uh, junk and they want to get get them out of get out of the out of orbit safely. But uh, yeah, no guarantees with this thing because nope, because they have no idea they lost control. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> have fun, how guys. Much, <laughs> how much you want to bet? There's like there's actually like some. Some Chinese astronaut who's just got space madness, and he's just riding it down and screwing with the speed. That he's actually in control. He is driving. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a nobody on board the space station. It is okay. uh, out of control. We have not nothing to do with the trajectory at this point. <laughs> some you know, at least we've got a cowboy guy, hat on. Some crazy Chinese person that just he's doing the. Losing uh, it. Yeah. What's what's that movie? Slim Pickens yeah. riding the, riding the bomb down at the end of uh, Doctor Strange Love. Yeah. Maybe. What else we got, Mike? Mike? Oh, um, not news, but you just reminded me. So, uh, ast uh, not asteroid, Armageddon. Right. <laughs> um, that's that one starts out where where there's the dude is riding his bike and he's got his little pug, his white pug, in the in the 
basket of his bike. He's riding through Manhattan. And when right before the, the small meteors start coming crashing through and knocking over the, the top of the Chrysler building. Yeah. And, right. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So right before that happens, he stops and he's standing at like a window wall full of TVs where they've got the news and it starts to the signal starts to go janky because the, you know, the, the, the little meteors are about to hit the guy standing next to him who shushes him is Bobby, Bobby Elvis, a very young, <laughs> not gray, but same haircut. Bobby Elvis. That, uh, what's his name? Yeah, he's I don't less, know. He's got like a three-part name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has three names. And Boone is one of them. Yes, that sounds right. <laughs> but the guy who plays Bobby the Elvis. The guy who son. plays Bobby on Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I was about to say. You... Uncredited, but they know that it's him. Like, it'll you can look it up on his on uh, sure. his IMDb, but he's uncredited in the movie. But I'm like, holy crap, that's Bobby. <laughs> Recognize yeah, well, him because of his hair. I, I watched, I watched um, not another teen movie again recently. Yeah. And the uh, the the student that is giving the tour to the new students right at the beginning when they're first introducing the characters mm-hmm. is Ted Mosby. Oh. <laughs> and he pops up and he has like another line. Like every so often he just pops up and he has a line. Is he? Is he's he... not a main character at no, all. No. He just comes in and he's part of the background some of the time and he just has like a line. I can't think, <laughs> I can't think of that actor's name now. Josh Radner. Thank you. That guy that you so never you I'm never watching, heard was, of before How I Met Your Mother Mother and you probably haven't heard heard of. I was since. watching I was watching the movie and I was like, Oh, it's Ted yeah. <laughs> And then he pops well, up again and I'm like, Oh well, okay. Yeah, I, I that's I that's a favorite pastime of mine is Spotting people. Spotting, oh, I love that. Spotting people that are stars now, like 20 yeah, years oh, ago. Yeah, I love doing that, too. You just, both of the people that you talked about, I had no idea who they were. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, but I love doing that, so yeah, it's fun. Well, here's here's somebody you'll you'll whose name you'll recognize. Quentin Tarantino. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah apparently he's going to be doing a Star Trek, and it's going to be R-rated. That's a lot of talk until we see uh, mm-hmm. footage or something. I don't know. They've got his picture here next to J.J. Abrams, so I mean, it ha- it's mm, happening. Yeah. Oh, right, right there. Right. All you do is you put a, your picture next to J.J. Abrams, and you're either doing a Star Trek movie or a Star Wars movie, right? I guess. <laughs> yeah. So apparently, um, uh, Paramount um is happier to have him on board than to keep their uh, tent pole. Is that what they call it? Their tent pole thing, PG thirteen, which is what they always try to do. Mm-hmm with your franchises so you can get as many people to, as possible. But I guess since uh, Deadpool happened, they don't care so much about that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, uh, you could have all that graphic violence and sex and um, swear, swear words, bad swears, and it'll still make several hundred million dollars. <laughs> really? Since when? Okay. Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, you can do a Star Trek. Okay. Let's play the game. I got the list or a list. Famous uh, actors in their early roles. See if you remember any of these. <laughs> actors in their early roles. Okay. Kurt Russell was on a black and white television show. Um, I feel like I've seen a picture of this, but I'm not sure which one it was. Gunsmoke? He was the jungle boy on an episode of Gilligan's Island. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like 12 <laughs> years old. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you ever watch uh, City Slickers? Yeah, sure. You yeah. know... uh Billy Crystal's character is having trouble, familial troubles, mm. before he goes on his little jaunt. I don't remember I, exactly. If I remember correctly. Anyway, um, briefly, at the beginning and I think the end of the movie, we see his son, oh, Jake boy. Gyllenhaal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
And it's great because now these are like the kid version, so they look nothing like no, their adult no. counterparts. Did he have because... like normal eyebrows? <laughs> um, his eyebrows look fine. He's got a big old gap between his front teeth and that. <laughs> Let's see. What else have we got? Anything interesting? Bunch of people from Harry Potter movies and where they started, but a lot of them is going to be British stuff that you're not. we're not going to recognize anyway. Uh, Jack Black was an extra in Sylvester Stallone's Demolition Man. Oh, wow. <laughs> There's a, mean, shot, there's a shot of him here. I think he's uh, he's armed. He's pointing a gun at somebody. I think he was he was one of the uh, the underground dwelling um, I, freedom I, fighter types in Demolition Man. The the ones that were led by uh, you know, what's his name, blonde comedian. That crap. I can't, this is this is really not helping you. And I'm just gonna move on. But say I I haven't <laughs> seen the movie, so <laughs> was that I do before know that, or I know after? That... Go ahead. I was going to say for Jack Black, I, I, I that was another one that I, um, I remember. He's an enemy of the state, which was kind of before he was like super, super well known. I believe, at least I think so. Remember Argyle from Die Hard? Argyle, Argyle, the the, the limo driver. That, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Takes yeah, uh, yeah. John McClane, yeah, and he has his uh, he has his little mini story down there in the yeah. parking basement. Remember uh, Blues Brothers? When the kid tries to, sh- the little the little black kid tries to shoplift from Ray Charles. Oh yeah, that's, that's him. him. <laughs> Ray Charles being blind, he just immediately yeah. like like doesn't he slap him with a cane or something? Something like, out of like that. Like he, yeah, there's no way he could have known that he was there and he he, he caught him. Was um, was that Jack Black thing before the Demolition Man? Was that before or after he was on the X Files? Um, probably around the same time. You know who, which one I'm talking who, about, right? Yeah, who was playing a video game in uh, Back to the Future 2? Oh, that's uh, Elijah Wood. Yeah. Don't ask me about Back to the Future, man. Don't try to stump me. <laughs> I know, I know. That's why I brought it up. I thought I'd give you a win. Now, who, who, who's, the, who's the other kid with Elijah Wood? No clue. <laughs> Apparently not famous. Or not yet. Is that it? Mm, that's ones that are just jumping out at me as I look down this list. Oh, boy. Yes, well, I mean, there's movies that I'm... I'm not going to hit on because I'm thinking like, oh, well, Creed, <laughs> Creed from The Office. Creed Bratton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's his real name. And he's he was a uh, he was in the grassroots. <laughs> he was, yeah. A lot of the, the stuff the about his character in the show is real. <laughs> <laughs> OK, well, one of these things said Demolition Man was 97, but it, uh, IMDb says it's 93 and X-Files was 95. That was the one where he was a. Uh, Giovanni Ribisi's friend. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was the guy that was kind of mentally deranged because he got he attracted lightning and could control lightning and electricity. Oh wow, I remember that episode. It's been a long time. You know who do the you know you know the ambiguously gay duo. <laughs> ambiguously <laughs> gay duo. I, I, I'm aware of them. I don't yeah. know who do the voices. You know who the do the voices are? No, yeah. Stephen Colbert and Steve Carell. Oh wait, I had <laughs> really. <heard that> <laughs> They are part of that that show. I just watched the the documentary. It's there's a documentary out. It's an hour and a half long documentary about a TV show that lasted less than an hour and a half total. <laughs> the Dana Carvey show. Do you remember that? No. It it came and went in eight episodes. It was supposed to be like incredibly huge. It was Dana Carvey coming off of SNL as big as he is. He was had it a ever talk been show or a variety variety show? sketch show on network television that was going to push boundaries. It was going to do like. You know, SNL, but in prime time. And it lasted an hour and a half? No. Like, their total episode running time of the seven episodes or whatever that aired before it got canceled. Yeah. that's It lasted, like, no time because they started out with, like, a, a, a sketch that was just too weird and the whole thing just spiraled and died. Oh, wow. And was it a... And the group of people on that show with him are people that are all, 
enormously uh, enormous stars now. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Dana. <laughs> Sorry. He has a good I mean they all have a good sense of humor about it, but you know, Steve, and and Stephen Colbert and Steve Carell, that's how they kind of got they were groundling or Second City Air Groundlings, one or the other. Um, and they got recruited into that group. There was like seven or eight people that were that sketch group with Dana. And uh, that's where Ambiguously Gay Duo started. <laughs> Robert Smigel. Smigel. That's the guy that did those um, weird animated shorts. Yep. And Mila Kunis was on Baywatch. <laughs> <laughs> As a as a, a little kid, probably didn't have the photo from there. Had a photo of her now because <laughs> she's smoking hot. <laughs> still, still waiting for that barrel of Jim Beam to age that she branded her name on. Right. Takes, takes four years. <laughs> it was just on. Yeah, I had to watch commercials because I was at a hotel. Um, speak, <laughs> speaking of. Uh, of Ando brought the uh, the update on the Chinese satellite. I've got an update on avocados. On uh, in general, on uh, and avocados. Well, do you remember our story about avocado hand, <laughs> the emergency room phenomenon that is uh, plaguing our nation, where people are trying to cut. They're avocados. trying to cut avocados and and, and, stabbing, and themselves. stabbing themselves through the hand with a giant knife. Okay, well, I ha- I hadn't heard your thing in the first place, but I mean, it makes a lot of sense because I love avocados and I do know how to prepare them safely. But I understand very much how it can easily go wrong. So yes, go ahead. Yeah, you uh, you you gotta like hammer the 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 knife the into the pit and then you no. twist it out well i mean after exposing part of it you, know, I mean, you don't there's a pit in there well yeah i, I think that's a lot of the problem is that people don't realize there's a big slimy pit in there there's like a golf ball inside of your avocado yeah, yeah. and it's slimy and it it, it ricochets your knife anyway, off of anyway, it and, and through your news. hand are yes. less are less people injuring themselves uh they they might um if they all start buying oh, uh, the go. new Safer avocado. Seedless avocado? It's pitless, yes. It has been invented to keep people from stabbing themselves. It's weird. It doesn't look like an avocado. It looks like, it looks like a zucchini. Kind of. Yeah. And, but until you cut it open, and then it's nothing but squishy goodness. Squishy guacamole goodness. In fact, it says... Um, how do you uh, go ahead and prepare this? Uh, they're cocktail avocados, so I think they're small. Um, yeah, you, you just cut open one end and squeeze it out. Like, like a, a toothpaste, toothpaste. Awesome. Yeah, and then it's, Look, it's like instant guacamole. Now, can they get that? Like, <laughs> can they engineer that to be pre-salted, oh, so that, that it is awesome. literally guacamole, and you can just hold your chip out, full of right onto the chip? And uh, okay, look, look, <laughs> look. I understand that it's intimidating because of how large and how coated in in admittedly kind of slimy stuff the pit is. But I mean, come on! You just got to be careful. Slash, you know, hit that knife just right, and then the secret is twist. Don't try. You twist it, and it breaks that seal and comes right off. No problem every time. Like, come on, people! It's not that bad. It's not that hard to do. It apparently is. Uh, and, uh, oh, <laughs> see the photos. Uh, go look. Go look at uh, avocado no, hand accidents. You. I don't want. Oh my god! No. <laughs> oh, oh. That's a magic trick, right? That's like a fake knife. What? It just looks like a guy holding an avocado with a knife embedded in it. Oh my god! It's all the way through his hand. <laughs> okay, oh moving my god. on. Ugh. Gotta warn a guy before you show him something like that. Jeez. What else is news? I... Do you have something? We gotta else fight Craig? for it now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a statue. A statue. This is this is my gift to Mike. 
Wait, did okay. you say, this you, is my Christmas gift say, to my. Did you say statue because you were thinking of nachos? Because you were thinking of guacamole. A, stat, <laughs> a statue called Cristo del Miserere has been um, re- removed from a church in northern Spain. The, the, Don't worry the, about the, it. The, Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. The misery of Christ? Sure. Go ahead. Christ of the misery. Or, or of, that, of the. Maybe that was the Jesus Christ. That yeah, really I'm with liked it. The, he, he, he made me stop. He yeah, does this all the time. Fault. He does this all the time. He I, starts riffing at the like the first sentence, yeah. <laughs> and then I usually yell at him. <laughs> it's like, how quickly can we derail Craig? Yeah, it's a game. <laughs> anyway, it was removed from a church in northern Spain uh, to be restored. Oh no! Is this like that painting? Calm down. That hold blind on. lady did. See, see what I mean? Every time, I'm not through the first. I'm not sentence. getting in the middle of this, guys. I was when workers to... noticed a hidden compartment. Whoa. Guess where the hidden compartment was in, in the, the statue. statue of the mis- misery Jesus. Yes. Um, this is a Christmas present for you. It's butt. It's in his butt. Yes! <laughs> was there weed in there? <laughs> if not weed, some kind of drugs, I'm sure. Inside the statue was a letter penned in 1777 by Joaquin Minguez, a chaplain of the Cathedral of Burgo de Osma. Um, Minguez's letter discussed the statue and others created by the same sculptor and detailed what life was like in the community 240 years ago. Did, he ex- did the letter explain why it was hidden in the butt? No. Okay. Uh, he describes popular games of the day, including cards and ball, whatever that is. Ball. Ball, yeah, like, what a great toy. <laughs> <laughs> was that what they played with before hoop and stick? <laughs> yeah. And noted that typhoid and malaria were common, so he apparently mentions them. Um, and talks about the, re- the recent crop harvests and all sorts of, yeah, just like day-to-day kind of So it's like stuff. a time capsule, but it was in Statue's butt. <laughs> yes, but it, for whatever reason, was hidden in a, it tucked away in a hidden compartment. Yeah, hidden in the butt, by the way, also a um, problem at the nation's emergency rooms. Hidden in the butt, new band name called Oh, it. yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 Moving on. If that's not already a mouse rat band name, alternate band name, it should have been. Merry Christmas, Mike. Happy New Year. And oh. So, a 10-year-old boy leads cops on a 100-mile-per-hour joyride. Did he have a letter in his butt? I don't think so. It doesn't say. Excusing him? Okay, so because it because it mentions the because it mentions specifics on date, this was also for this is from October 27th, so just, you know, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> A defiant 10-year-old boy led police on a 45-mile chase in Ohio on Thursday that exceeded 100 miles per hour. The second time in as many weeks, he took off for a joyride. Whoa. Dash cam video from the Ohio State Highway Patrol um, shows the boy driving onto the right shoulder of I-80 in Milan and avoiding spike strips laid down by troopers. Damn. He's, I don't know, so he's, he must have been playing GTA before. So I don't know. Uh, before he's a driver. Yeah, before Kid, he's eventually... has got mad skills. <laughs> before he's eventually surrounded by several police vehicles, one of which clipped the car, ending the chase. The boy, who was not identified, was then pulled out of the car, which belongs to his mother's boyfriend, through the window before kicking and spitting at the troopers. <laughs> I know that. So the boys, uh, the boys unauthorized ride started about eight thirty a.m. as he was waiting for his sister to take him to school. His mother's boyfriend later told police the ten-year-old stole the car while his sister was showering. The boy's <laughs> mother then hopped in her car to chase him, eventually following westbound on uh, Interstate ninety. Um, oh my God! The woman told police after calling nine one one, "My son's going to kill himself before you guys get here." 
The boy then started driving on Interstate 80, where a trooper motioned for the boy to stop as he pulled alongside him. Uh, the, <laughs> a little wave. Yeah. The, the boy responded by shaking his head and stepping on the gas. They don't say that he flipped the cop off, but I have a feeling that yeah. might have. Yeah. So he shook his head, stepped on the gas. Mm-mm. The chase then culminated about an hour after it began. No, wow. No, no injuries were reported. So did he have it. to wear? Did he have to wear wooden, like big wooden blocks on his rope to his feet, like the kid in <laughs> Old Brother? Where art thou to reach oh, the pedals? A, t- a ten, ten year olds they're like six feet tall already now all the growth hormones have you seen these freaks of nature these kids in schools that's okay. insane just before the high-speed pursuit ended one of the troopers said the boy was off-road driving down the ditch along the right side of the highway after ripping through lanes of traffic again as a reminder this boy is 10, ten. years old we're not going to let him back on the highway, the trooper said. Traffic is stopped behind us. Seconds later, another trooper can be heard asking about using intentional contact to stop the boy, prompting <laughs> another trooper to allow it using one car as gently as possible, according to the dash cam video. Quote. Yeah. yeah. The, the, boy's car the only lo- reason they're talking about as gently as possible is because they're being recorded. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Uh, the boy, and they know it's a kid. <laughs> the boy's car was then quickly surrounded by troopers demanding that he immediately roll down his window as other troopers suggested that he break it to forcibly remove the boy. Break the window, one trooper said. Break the window. The boy, who was not injured, was then taken into custody. He was taken to a hospital as a precaution. Uh, and, and as uh, prosecutors in two different counties are going to have to decide where to file the charges. Um, the boy's joyride was... Both. This- was the second in as many weeks, according to police. He was stopped at Interstate 90 with three flat tires. And the thing is, here's the kicker. That was, that was mis- hitting the, yeah. the the spike strip. Right. Yeah. That was how he learned to avoid it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, here's the kicker. that The police said that he took his mother's car because he was bored. Yep. It was a joke. There I didn't you mean it. it. Now, I would like to point out that there was no mention of a tasing. Well, there is dash cam video, like it's on this website. So, but I mean, you never mentioned that. There was, I'm going to assume that there was not a tasing. Uh, that seems like they not. were. They, they said were he was handling him with kid gloves, yeah. as it were. Yeah. Um, so, Grandma lips Psycho off kid gloves. <laughs> grandma lips off to the cop at the station one too many times. She takes a taser to the chest. <laughs> this kid endangers the lives of dozens, hundreds of people. Yeah, in seriously. the area, tearing doesn't off get a high taser down an interstate. You know, jeez, that's that. You know what, Grandma? Respect your elders and all that. Don't get me wrong. Some grandmas are douchebags and deserve a tasering <laughs> once in a while. Um, but kids, you know, learn by doing. Learn by you know active learning, not just reading and reciting. The, the kid learned to avoid the spike strips yep. after the first time. That's what that's what I find most impressive. Well, this about is this, story. this is this is a learning. This is a teachable moment, as <laughs> yeah. they say. A good tasering at the end of all of this mm-hmm. might keep that kid off the road for a while. A little bit of negative reinforcement there, right? Yeah. <laughs> Does it say anything about uh, court-ordered Ritalin? <laughs> Did it say anything about whether his, uh, I guess there's a stepdad involved? Uh, it said his mother's boyfriend. Okay, whether he's whether or not there's a whooping coming his way. He'll, it, he'll still get his learner's permit when he's 15. Yeah. You watch. <laughs> well, I mean, like I said, and not, not only was it the, the, was it just the, um, the the driving, you know, the reckless driving at high speeds, but also once they actually stopped the car and then you know, pulled him out, he's kicking the police yeah, officers and spitting, spitting at, at them. them. I mean, yeah, kid, obviously is it's not it's not just simple boredom. I think there's, there's something else to that. Yeah, <laughs> paraphrasing Keanu Reeves in Parenthood. <laughs> 
You need a license to to to, uh, to drive a car. You need a license to catch a fish in this country, but they'll let any old a hole be a parent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, mom, get this kid a a little a little teachable moment here. Something to bring this under control because that's. A little scary. If I saw that, don't get me wrong; it'd be a great story. Yeah, of course. <laughs> to tell people, but it would also make like yeah, ten year old behind the wheel. Ten year olds have barely reached; they're only a few years past the age of reason. Yeah, like they have; they've only just recently figured some out that actions have consequences. Yeah, some of them. Yeah, if then, <laughs> if you're lucky. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Ohio, you say? It was Ohio, yes. Oh. Sarah Silverman recently asked the question, why were there so many ramps in Hazard County? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we did get an answer to that. Random bales of hay with uh, nice planks, six feet wide, yeah. laid ever so <laughs> perfectly at the, just the right angle. Oh, boy. Saudi Arabia. Oh, boy. Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman has just announced plans that sound like the plot of a sci-fi movie. He wants to build a giant megacity in the desert to rival the size and grandeur of Dubai. And he wants it to be mostly populated by creepy robot serpents. What? This is rich people think. Uh Uh-huh. This is what they... Like, what can I do with my gazillion dollars? Hang hang on, hang on, hang on. How much money? What is that? Farsiga. Free advertising. Farsiga, if you'd like to sponsor the podcast. Thank you, Autoplay. Back to episode 75. Yep. Well, um, when I started scrolling down, I got to the yeah. video and then it started playing. You know, the Weather Channel has started putting in autoplay videos. Yeah. Wonderful. The in weather, their app. The Weather I Channel. Wanna, I'm scrolling down to find the actual weather content. Weather Channel. Stick to weather, please. Weather Channel. Make your website better before you start putting yeah. other crap in there. Weather Channel, you know what web, happens? The, the website itself sucks. It takes forever to load. Oh, yeah. It's a giant pain the, in the it, ass. The weatherchannel.com weather is, weather is my test to see if my internet is working properly. Because if it, it can load that page, <laughs> it will be able to load any other page that I want. I'm not kidding. That's the one when we have problems here, I go to the, I, I hit Weather Channel to get that to load. <laughs> Because of course the Google Splash page is in is in cache. Obviously, that's going to come up. Um, no, uh, <laughs> okay. I have like three things stacked up in my head now. Okay, Weather Channel. Don't try to don't try to film <laughs> building implosions because that has absolutely nothing to do with the weather. You got what you deserved with that Marta bus. Oh my God! Don't get me started on that thing. Put the weather at the top of your app and at the top of the page, and stop doing silly videos about stupid crap that has nothing to do with the weather. Um, that's one rant. Oh, okay. That's 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 end rant. The other thing was, oh, okay. I'm a rich prince in Dubai. Um, talking to my accountant. I'm sorry. How much money do I have? All of it. <laughs> it's all the money. You, um. So what can I do with that? Mm, pretty anything, much anything you want. Absolutely anything you want. Can it be crazy? Yes. <laughs> well, you're already crazy because you're you're a you're a prince in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> you don't get you don't get to that that point without like some inbreeding and some you know screwed up values um so yeah let's build a a robot city further out in the desert away from all of the water unlike dubai which at least is by some salt water right (laughs) (laughs) and let's populate it with uh robot servants crazy creepy robots that can then sit there and uh you know like murder 
the handful of humans that are there without us ever <laughs> knowing and take over and start building their army and you know well i mean that's, also, by the time by the time right, we find out it's too late but yeah. you can't well, even approach the well, city well you said it was going to be right in the middle of the desert right i mean i'm i'm sitting here over on the electronic side of things thinking your robots are going to succumb to you know sand in their inner workings much like, like c3po super, worried super about quick. yeah like you're, they're gonna be like too too sandy to move within the first year, you know. They've 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 got them like watching YouTube how to videos. They'll figure out how to clean themselves. I mean, it, it won't be that difficult if they've got internet access. We're screwed. In, in the desert, every every hole and crevice on a robot is a vagina. What? When it comes to sand, right? That's where we were going with that, right? No. Did I misread the room? You really? Oh, misread I'm sorry. The room. <laughs> We're going to stop talking about this because, yeah. I didn't say anything about all the robots being male robots. Any, uh, any other I was just referring robots. to, I was referring more to their inner workings, like the, the bits and pieces and electronic parts inside them. And you didn't react to my C-3PO joke, so I had to take I, it up I, a I notch. I did say that. I, I, I just, <laughs> wow. <clears throat> any other news or do we want to talk about Andocon? Oh, I we were supposed to talk about that at the beginning. Yeah, well, well, let's do I, it then. I pulled the trigger on the. Yeah, he wanted us to stop talking about the snow. So, which, by the way, if I may say, is still quite beautiful out the window right there. Look at yeah. all that snow. <laughs> Let people enjoy so here, things, Craig. Here we are. I'm. You can enjoy them fine. Just don't have to do it on my podcast. <laughs> You guys want to hang around afterwards and have story time? <laughs> anyway, um, we are now post-Andocon Kickstarter. We are, which we, if I may say, we funded uh, and hit our first stretch goal. So I am very, very pleased about that. Yes, thank you very much. Which means since the first stretch goal was hit, that means we can pretty much guarantee you Sean Patrick Fannin being one of our guests at Andocon, which is one of the things that we really wanted to do. So thank you guys so very much for helping us reach that goal. It is very appreciated. And, uh, yeah, we did uh, pretty okay there. We certainly did there. Even though uh, it got a little... Di- yeah, it got a little hairy towards the end. Uh, <laughs> Endo started to panic a bit, as which... Just a not, little not bit. Not pointing any fingers. Nope, just a little I've, bit, yes. I've been there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and I think... What we, happened? Well, I mean, you, nothing, did, nothing serious. Did you steal a car just, and lead officers no, on high but speed I, chase? There were some frantic emails that went around back and forth between a few of the my last, people. The last week or so became kind of a re rejiggering of, of efforts for yeah. marketing and trying to get make sure that we you know get and people. it worked it worked so but it was it was well. nerve-wracking for a little while we yeah. did we fund on the second to last day uh yeah second to last day because we had the entire last day to hit that stretch goal and we did so and uh and then after the uh, a- after the Kickstarter ended, I've also brought a few more uh, solidified a few more guests on board. We got a uh, Eloy LaSanta, and we got a uh, Sam Hing and Vincent Baker, who I didn't know uh, honestly until after I told Craig about getting Vincent Baker that there's actually another Vincent Baker out there who is also a game designer. Yeah. So we're gonna be really is, super. That, that Vincent Baker is known for a very popular <laughs> yeah so it's like, RPG system. D- d- be be excited it's, because it's... he's a game designer. He's got some great games. But not, it's not that Vincent Baker, unfortunately. I wish it was. Hang, hang in there. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. I've, got... I've corresponded with him already a little bit. Yes. Seems like a cool enough guy. Yes. We're, we're, he's, he's fine. Everything's okay. Yes. We're, we've, got, we've got good people on board. So, uh, and I'm still, uh, I'm still, you know, ears open. But, I mean, at this point, we're going to end up with more guests than attendees, which, you know, good problem <laughs> to have, I suppose. 
No, I think we're no, in no, good. We're, we're in good shape. It's it's a joke. It's, it's I'm a joke. at uh, I'm at 28 prize sponsors. Wow, committed now. Many of whom have already sent their their stuff. Some of them, a, a couple are, of which are, are still sitting coming. right over there. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. looking at two of them right now. <laughs> yeah. You know? Let's see. Oh wait, and I think isn't one of these? Uh, Does he need a, to take this with him? Not necessarily. Not, not unless you want to give that to Dave to give away. No, no, no. I think one of these is specifically was left here for. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, the, these two right here are going to uh, the part of our uh, part of our, part of our final push was to uh, incentivize whoever made the final uh, backer pledge that put us at our goal would get a couple of freebies, and uh, that's that that's two of them right there. So. Uh, do you have this? Yes. Already? Yes. As a gift? What it's not mean? part of that. Yeah, that's not... It wasn't part of that to begin with. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Do you currently have one to, to in your bundle of things to give away? Um, no. Here. Now you do. You have 29. Oh well, that, I mean, no, that that's the, what Craig's doing. This is for a the these. This is a very specifically advertised. Price Dave, Dave's already giving us some of this. Okay, never mind. <laughs> why don't we give, a, well, give I, it away? I thought to that a, was it. No, I don't know why I'll you get it I don't out know of why here. you have that many comments. I got uh, two. Co- I did. I backed it with whatever level got me two of addictive alchemy. And then I thought he said that that was what the the other one was for. And so I thought either way, how I'll about get you rid of one contact now. Dave and ask that question because right. I don't know what you're talking. Fine. <laughs> Let's work it out right here. Call him right now on the air. I'm trying to <laughs> g- give away stuff and nobody wants it. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. No one wants your game. That's not true. <laughs> not at all. Jeez. All right. Well, there's one possibly I mean, okay, two look, of those here the, for you. Even, even if we decide, look, the the point is that the person who won those over there is a very good friend of Dave Lupo's. I'm pretty positive he already has a copy of Addictive Alchemy. Okay. So there we go. But just in general, for giving things away at Andocons. <laughs> Dave's already committed to one of those, okay. I'm pretty sure. All right. Fine. Yes, Dave, Dave's on board. Okay. Dave's like super sponsor. He's He was prize sponsoring to begin with, and then he would, he did one of the sponsor levels yep. through the Kickstarter as well. Mm-hmm. So he's he's getting this, this the full sponsor, the full sponsee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeehaw. Um, yeah, everything's coming along. I've, I've got, let me see what I've got my little... Uh, Special event matrix. How many do I have lined up so far? Hold on. Hold, please. <laughs> that might be news to Dave that he's getting a full sponsor. He might not want one. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave. I, you, you ordered it. You're getting it. <laughs> and I'll give it to you myself. I've got, Hello. <laughs> I've, got, I've got complete details for 11 different special events so far. Awesome. And bear in mind, let me let me throw out there for the listeners that the the what Craig is dealing with with the special events, those are uh, simply the ones that are uh, that are going to be from our special guests. That does not count any uh, other panelists or game show events or anything that does not actually involve one of our special guests. Which there will be even more of those as well. But, there will be there will be yeah. things that take place that don't qualify as special right. events necessarily, but that are involving guests and non guest people yes, I mean, as well just a standard panel yeah is not going is doesn't doesn't qualify as a special right, event exactly. that's like we'll 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 pack as many people as we can into the room whoever wants to show up to go to that panel can go to it um but the, these are certain things where it's like you know for example a card game tournament where there's an upper limit on the number yeah. of people that can enter in order to be able to run it in a reasonable amount of time so that we're not eating up people's entire 
afternoon, for example, for but, one tournament so that they can do other things. Right. But the point being that we are tirelessly here at work making Andocon 2018 seriously as amazing and awesome as I possibly can make it. And so uh, we are down to now three months to go and we have that happened fast i know seriously <laughs> I, I, mm-hmm. like yes i know i'm looking at my kickstarter timeline yeah. going oh Uh-oh. yeah but 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 the thing is i look at it and i'm like you know i can honestly say and maybe this is a statement about past years being you know kind of on the on the wire here but like i, I think that i'm more prepared already this year than some of the past years even like a month before the event so like I, I already feel like this is in good hands, and I, I think that we're we're going to put together a really awesome event for people, and I'm so looking forward to people joining us. So if you haven't already gotten your your uh, badge, if you didn't back the Kickstarter, your, your, your time to get that cheap one is over, but you can go to andocon.org right now, and there the, you can buy a badge right now. Like, you, no, no, the, you don't have to wait anymore. You can do it right now. So not only does doing this through the Kickstarter benefit the the attendees mm-hmm. so they can get their badges and some extra cheaper and some yes. extra stuff yes and get everything squared away themselves in advance it allows you to get things squared away in advance yes because i mean out of necessity but that's a good thing <laughs> but yeah so it yes. makes it it makes it even better and yes. and it makes it even more likely to get pulled off uh without a hitch or and less stressful negative hitches part. Meaning extra bonus positive things. It'll be it'll be it'll be that much better because mm-hmm. you're just doing doing it all earlier. Yes, and you then that and that is a direct result of, of the Kickstarter. Yes, that is it awesome. Is. Yes, that is and, so cool. And so pe- that's why when people say you know why did you want to do why did you do Kickstarter why do you need to stick to the batch preset well this is why people because it sometimes can be very harrowing to get all your ducks in a row when there's no sense of urgency on anybody when there is a uh, when there's an obvious sense of urgency that is publicly known, everybody gets you know gets in line and and works hard. So well, it's one of those things too that you know when you're putting when you're when you're creating something that's going to require a significant infusion of money that you don't have just sitting around in your bank account like yeah. you and or me, Craig, <laughs> um, or you, Mike, for that matter. <laughs> Um, and many of the people out there listening that getting What's a bank account, <laughs> yeah, exactly. getting things up and running and running a, a, a crowdfunding campaign or having donations or pre-orders or whatever, however, you know, you're setting things up to get that in place. It just, it's, it's peace of mind. And it means that, you know, you, you move forward with more confidence yeah. where like if, if you hadn't had this Kickstarter, you'd be moving toward Andocon, but you would be still kind of in a position where you're like, ah. oh, I'd be very much like that. Very, very <laughs> all much the time. Like yes. For weeks on end. Oh, yeah. And, and, and now you're, you know, there's a lot to do. Yeah, there's a lot to do. I'm busy, but, you're but not, it's but not you're frantic. not going, I, I, I. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying, I'm not sitting here wringing my hands going, I'm wondering if I'm going to be able to afford to pay the hotel. I easily, easily can afford to pay the hotel and then some. And that's what the Kickstarter gave me is that confidence that I know for a fact things are happening. And that is the kind of confidence that I just, yeah, it really, really helps. And, uh, and you make a good point about how, you know, in past years we've made ends meet. We've, we've done the right thing. Uh, you get a lot of people though that that say they're just gonna you know buy at the door and and they're they're, they're badge at the door and they're saying you know I, I know I could get it earlier for cheaper but I don't really mind and you'll get more of my money if, if I do it at the door. Here's the thing, I have to pay the hotel before you get to the door. 
Um, if you possibly can get it before, then that's why it's better to get it before. Um, it really supports the convention. If you can possibly do that, make sure you do that. There you go. Now, you can't do that before, that before kind of thing. You can't. I mean, if you want to give me money for capers yeah. right now, you're welcome to do so. <laughs> you're not going to turn it down. That Kickstarter is going to wait until March. <laughs> hmm. March, you say? Hmm. I, I started creating the page hmm. last week. I just put the rudiments of the page in place. A lot of things going on in March. Yeah. I, ooh. I, I that's sent, also. Ooh. I, what? Well, I something. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Because uh, obviously, I was saying you know March. You, but there's something I forgot to mention, uh, and I'm still only going to slightly tantalize it. But because Sean Patrick Fannin is going to you know is confirmed now as a guest at Anocon, there is something really exciting that's going to be involved with him that weekend. And I don't think I and I, I I'm not making it public yet. I can't. It's okay though. It, I can tell it, people. I can blurt it out right now. I I don't know if he. I, I yeah yeah yeah. It, I know. It is. It's one of the events. <laughs> well, oh yeah, but I know, but I don't think that it's. I don't think we can. I know, I know. Yeah. I, I but the point is that you. if you, I know a thing yeah. that you don't. I know <laughs> a thing that you. If don't. you are one of those, if you're one of Sean Patrick Fannin's fans, you really, really want to be there. It's going to be awesome. Slash cheese. Yeah. What What do you call uh, Sean Patrick Fannin's fans? Are they Fannin's Sp- spiffies? SPF. He's often referred to as SPF. Spiffies. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not fanons. Spoofies? Spiffies. Fanonites? Super fanons. Fanonites? Fanonites. Fan- <laughs> <laughs> some people keep wanting to call Andocon fans Andonauts. One of my directors does that. <laughs> I, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, I'm just like, I can't think of anything yeah. better right well, off the top of my yeah. head. Yeah, That's right. not bad. I, I, can think of, I can think of things to not call them. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not very helpful, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not call fans of Andocon douchebags. <laughs> How about we don't use that word? Ando. Uh, <laughs> I'll bleep. I'll bleep that. Don't worry. <laughs> Making a note of it. Jeez. Um, but I, I contacted um, Michelle, my video editor, who's helping out with the Capers Kickstarter, and said, mm-hmm. "Hey, Michelle, I've got this. I've got this little wish list of things. <laughs> Can your video editing?" software do these things and she came back to me and said yes craig my editing software can do all of those things so i'm is, really excited is that the editing software that utilizes the the trigger for the um death star ray no this no. is just going to be on her computer at oh, okay home. i'm guessing i'm guessing she works in final cut final cut pro but i had a, a handful of like little things like well can you do this easily can you do that easily because there's a couple of things that like well if you can't do them then i just we're not going to do them there's a couple of things like if you can't do that I could create something. I could, you know, prep an image file that will give me that. But she's like, no, I can just whip that together right up in the software. <laughs> now I got to write a script. That's coming up. The book will go to editing in the next couple of weeks before Christmas. It'll come back, get tidied up into paragraph styles and make the Word document easily translate and import into InDesign for you, Mike. Ooh. Or early next year, Beth uh, is going to do a couple more pieces of artwork. I know she's she has set aside a a, lar- a large portion of her working time post Kickstarter to be ready to go on that. I got yeah, lots of irons in the fire. It's all coming together. I got to find my uh, layout guy hat. <laughs> where did I put like that? I can, so I can get it get it ready to get put it, on. Dust it off. It's yeah, been a couple right. of years. 
Maybe get it dry cleaned. <laughs> keep uh, keep it on the on a mannequin head for a while so it's not uh misshapen. Is that is that everything for Andocon? I think so. For Andocon. Are we uh we have a Kevin question? Oh, sure. please say yes. Yes. Cool. <laughs> Kevin questions are fun. They've become very <clears throat> popular. We can't we, we don't want to overdo this guys. I mean, do Kevin we, Kevin kind of has a big head already. <laughs> did we ever hear anything about our challenge to him? No, I never saw no. anything. Um we're up to 42 question. Uh-oh. Have you guys seen this live PD TV show? PD like police department. It's like cops but live. I thought I would hate uh hate watch it for a few hours. <laughs> And then laugh at how stupid it was, but it turns out I love it. <laughs> how are there so many people with warrants? <laughs> Why are so many people smoking pot while they are driving? <laughs> it's, a, it's a multi-part question. So right. have we seen it? Why are there so many people with warrants? And why are so many people smoking pot while they are driving? Thanks, Kevin. So um, well, I, I, I had it. actually not even heard of this yeah, until I, I saw it on the guide on the on the TV at the hotel last night. And I was like... Oh, I should watch this because I know that there's a question about this coming up because I could see the preview. It's the first right. thing he writes. Um, I hadn't actually read the whole question, but um, <laughs> you know, Allison was there and she didn't want to watch it, so <laughs> I have not seen it. I have. I, I don't have cable, so Why, I apparently it exists. Why are there so many people with warrants? Because there's a lot of jags out there in the world yeah and and why do people uh, smoke weed while they drive? I mean, because most. Uh, Places where it's legal don't have any way of testing for that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. you can drive while intoxicated or under the influence. <laughs> now, now I kind of want to watch it. Jeez. Damn it, Kevin. Damn it. Thanks, I, Kevin. I am not a. Thanks, damn it, Kevin. <laughs> thanks, am, Kevin, I, damn it. <laughs> I am not a reality show watcher, no. but geez, live. I that's what it's called. It's called Live PD. Man, it's like cops, if you're going to see a tasing, that's when you're going to see it. Exactly. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that's still one of my favorite X Files episodes. Wait, which one? The one where it was an episode of cops <laughs> that followed them around. <laughs> I, I have vague memories of that one. It's been a while. I mean, it was done and formatted and done exactly yeah. as you, it was the cops cameramen filming them yeah. as they chased a werewolf I, I do around rem- a I do remember it. It's just been a long I ba- I time. I vaguely recall it. It's been a while, yeah. yeah. So It's one of the funny ones. I guess I'll have to maybe check oh. it out. Hey, wait a minute. If I can get it. I don't get all, all channels. What channel is that on? Do you know, Mike? Uh, I don't remember. I, I noted it mentally when I was uh, saw it on the on the guide on the TV there at the hotel, but I've not forgotten 18 hours later. Um, I, this just in, we have a and E and Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's Annie. That's correct. That was it. Uh, we have another Kevin question. I don't know how this is possible. We caught up last week. We read, we read three, Mm -hmm. um, 42 question. What? Hey, we We just, just, did he send it twice? No, it's a totally different question, but it's, Mm. It's numbered 42. So we got 242 We got 242 questions. questions. This better be a Hitchhiker's Guide related, yeah. right? One oh, that soon. sparked something I want to tell you. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, let's find out. Maybe, okay. If it's not, we can just berate Kevin for using 42 <laughs> twice. 42 question number two. Oh. Sorry. What's your verdict on line cutting? 
<laughs> I was waiting in a coat check line recently, and a couple of women pushed their way past saying, our group is up ahead, we are just going to join them. I felt this was a dick move and was not quiet about in my opinion. <laughs> I was told, quote, it's Christmas, which it wasn't. It was December 9th. So this literally was yesterday. What bearing should this have on them pushing their way to the front? Why doesn't anyone ever say, that's our group back there, you go ahead? That's our group back there, you go ahead. Yeah, that's our group back here. You go ahead. Like letting other people go in front of them and intentionally waiting until the rest of their group catches up to them in the line. Yeah, okay. Because that is a common human courtesy, Kevin, and uh, unfortunately, that is kind of lacking in a lot of modern American culture. So that is why you don't see more of that. Mm -hmm. I got your verdict right here. <laughs> this is my favorite scene from the television show from that was on Showtime called Dead Like Me. Okay. Mandy Patinkin's character is standing in line at the bank when a woman cuts into the front of the line. Hi. Excuse me. She just cut into line. Everybody's looking at her. Do all my spots. Afternoon, ladies. You two old friends. Uh, her daughter's in my son's class. I have a question for you. Is everyone in this line an ass? Uh, excuse me? Is everyone you just cut in front of an ass? No. So it's just you then? <laughs> I have children in the car. I got a cake in the oven. It's, yeah. it's Christmas. He's got three minutes left on the meter. She's got a lunch meeting. We all have a finite amount of time. I get in the back of the line. Yes! I don't use your children like that. It's shameful. Mmm. <laughs> Man, I'm right there with you, man. <laughs> I, think, I think we've heard that before yes, on this show. I love that scene. Yeah, I, I agree he, when with he's, that When scene. he's delivering that, he is right in her face. And she is just abhorred. Like she's just horrified. Everybody's just looking there. And after she walks off, there's like, everybody's kind of like, you know, what? not sure what to do, what to look at. And there's, but there's one guy that's further back in the line. He's just got a big old grin on his face. <laughs> and don't use your children like that. It's shameful. It is. People do use their children as a shield sometimes. It's, yeah. So whatever your excuse for line cutting is, whether it's Christmas or children or whatever, it has no bearing because well, you shouldn't be cutting in line. Right. And the killer, the, the, the piece that's the bit that's seeded in there, because the show is very much about death mm -hmm. and about and about accidental deaths, um, because many of the characters that, you know, the, the, the you know, one shot characters in that episode who are the, per the person that dies, you know, they, they die young because they're people are getting killed in you know accidents sure and you know his line you know we all have an inf we all a have a finite, finite amount, amount of, time of time here you're no Indeed. better you're no you're no more no more special than anyone else mm -hmm. because you've got kids to pick up get to the back of the line <laughs> my my <per> <laughs> I love it. yeah <laughs> my personal uh philosophy on life the universe and everything to bring some hitchhiker's guide into this since kevin doubled up on 42 oh i was gonna um, do that too <laughs> is based on the fact that we all have a finite amount of time and you don't want me to keep going or will this episode will never end okay. um, and uh, <laughs> well, this, this episode this episode also has a finite amount of time Mike. yeah and you had something you wanted to throw at us before we wrap her up? Well, I had one thing that you sparked about Hitchhiker's Guide, and then I on, I had honestly came come here thinking that I might also share a quick uh, an escape related anecdote, but um, 
if we don't have time for that, I don't. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so the, the the Hitchhiker's Guide thing, uh, that the, and I don't Just, know. Exactly. We all have a finite amount of time, yes, so don't yes. take forever. <laughs> right? He can't take forever because he has a finite amount of time. We're already five minutes over, so. <laughs> oh, geez. Then um, the, the the Hitchhiker's Guide thing that I, it was something I read, and I, I, I'm i not trying to, you know, it's something I read on the internet, so big grain of salt, okay? Even I recognize. But, you know, the whole thing is that uh, 42 is significant in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy because, you know, Deep Thought, this super, super, super ultra-advanced intelligent computer was asked what is the answer to the que- ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything, and he comes back with 42. Yep. And so people are, you know, the, the, the whole gist of that is a, that's such a, you know, it's, it's an arbitrary answer. Well, I've actually heard that, uh, and this is what I need to look up and find out if it's true, is that in uh, what is referred to as ASCII, which is nerd talk for one of the computer languages, um, or encodings, I should say, um, 42 is actually the representation for the character of an asterisk, which in computer programming, an asterisk is basically a wild card, and it can mean literally anything you need it to. Um, and so that uh, means to say that as a computer, he answered the ultimate question. Basically, the meaning of life is whatever you need it to be. Oh. Everything. Asterisk. Uh-huh. Asterisk. Whatever. Insert meaning here. And Douglas Adams was a computer guy, so that makes sense. Exactly. That, that would be. So, again, I don't know if that's exactly true or if that was really the underlying reason, but it's just a nice little touch there. So, you know, take it as you Listeners, as you email us. Let us know if that's. They're not going to email us. Yeah, we're not, not going to get that. The only person that emails us is Kevin. That's not entirely true. Occasionally, Andy corrects us on something, um, and Larry sometimes shares a video. And, and Andy's Andy's emails are great because they're they're so they hone in on some something so specific that when I read it, I have no, I have no recollection whatsoever what he's talking about anymore. <laughs> okay, and I'm like that happened on the show. I have to go back and. Look it up. Sure. Escapery anecdote? Oh, um, so this is in <clears throat> in the realm of the sometimes there is no right answer. Um, sometimes you can't help someone no matter how much you want to. Um, so this happened uh, a, few, a handful of weeks ago at this point, and uh, we had a booking in our Ripper room. And uh, the the if you don't know what that room is, it's not important to the story. So the point is, we had a, a booking into our room one day, and it was on a Saturday, and it was on an incredibly busy day, a day where we pretty much were booked solid for like six hours straight. And this particular booking was right at the very beginning of that block of just everything being completely packed. Um. And it was a day that here in Georgia, we've got an interstate, I-75. It is the just about one of the worst uh, interstates spawned from the depths of hell itself, <laughs> um, uh, due in large part to the fact that nobody knows how to drive on it. Um, <clears throat> so 75 is frequently a parking lot, and this day, it was a parking lot, and they were on it and stuck in it. There is an accident, and because in accidents there's lots of rubbernecking, everything slows to an worse than a crawl and they were stuck right just north of our exit trying to get there they were running late and running late and running late and um you know there we try and accommodate people who come who you know we try to accommodate people who are late as much as we can but because of how busy we were there was only so much i could really realistically do and they finally called us again and said they had just gotten off the interstate and were right around the corner and but by this point there was only 40 minutes to the start of the next 
uh, booking slot for that room, which means, you know, you have to you know, do give you a briefing, give you the background of the room. You've got to try it. I've got to give you the, the end goal of it. Then I've got to reset it for the next You're room. You're like, doing that over the phone. Well, basically, that's <laughs> in the car. That's that's the point is that I know so the point is you I had, had, had to, to do all of yeah. that stuff. And there's just no time. They would have had like maybe 10 15 minutes in the room, not even enough time to enjoy it. But they still were the, 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 I knew that it was a birthday party. It was a 16th birthday party. And I, and I knew that that was the case, but you know, most parents, if you start getting that reasonable, you know, most of them reasonably say, okay, well, we just don't, we can't do it. There's just not enough time. And, but the thing is she kept, the, the mom kept trying to convince me to let them do something. And I was, it's not like I was even asking them to pay to like, we will reschedule you any room you, you know, any of these you want to absolutely. You know, no extra cost to you. It's not your fault. It's the traffic. We know that. But they kept trying to insist. So they said, she said, well, right around the corner, we'll be there in a couple of minutes. We'll talk about it in person. Mm-hmm. So get there and find out that the reason they were trying so desperately hard to get this in was that this 16-year-old birthday party was because their 16-year-old son was being given a car. And the grandparents were going to come and decorate the car while he was in the room so that he'd leave the room and come out and there's his birthday present car and the you know, decorated oh, up so in the, the parking this lot. was all just just your window dressing. Yes. Yeah. And that's why it, at that point they didn't even care if we gave them five minutes in the room. But that, but there's that's but she not couldn't tell you that on the phone because right. he would have heard. Exactly. And ah. also that's and that's not one of those things that I could really do because it's just not within what we so so like and the thing is the car was already like parked in our side lot around the the employee <laughs> spots. And I was just like, oh, I am so. But, but we're giving gay our K to the id K. You weigh on day air K about a. So I so I literally I put pulled up the you know I, I showed her the piece of paper that we keep at our front desk that show that where we have listed all of our slots for a given day where we write down what you know and I'm like. You literally see, I like I would do anything I could to try and help you make this happen, but literally the next like six hours, I cannot do anything. Well, how much time do they need to decorate the car? Well, but at that point, it's about the experience, the customer experience on our end as what well. You, well, this is even better then because then the kid, the kid, you you guys come in and shut everything down. Sorry, you guys were late. We're at the end of your slots. Other, there's another group coming. We have to stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry to ruin your birthday. Dis- disappointed kid. Disappointed kid, and then he goes outside and boom, car. Well, what ended up happening is they were very they even though they were incre- I could see how bummed they were, of course, but they did, you know, it, it, they they agreed to push it to the next day. So they came back the next day when it was a lot less busy and they were able to do their thing. So Oh, so they did get to do all yeah, the they, whole, they, the they whole had spiel. To, yeah, they had to wait a day, but then the very next day they came and they did the story. So it has the happy ending that they got their thing, you know, 24 hours later and the kid got his car and the surprise and the party and all this stuff. So they, <laughs> one of the grandparents didn't die that night. Yeah, yeah. That would have been that would have been the horrible thing. Yeah. Ooh, that got dark fast. It did. But the point is, the story did come out with a happy ending. But in that moment, it's mm. like, yeah, I, there is. I felt it was so tough for me to have to say no to them because I wanted so badly to to not ruin that kid's day or the parents of giving him his his big present. It. I felt like such a bad person, but I know I wasn't. And you know, <sighs> you know where I thought this was going. Where. Where you were talking about how she's so adamant that they go in mm-hmm. and that you were going to finally relent and let them go in and do the, the intro and set them up and what's the goal of the room and blah, 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 and go do the whole thing. And they were going to go in there and solve it in like 15 minutes. And that was going to be the story of like the record setting time. No, no, no such luck. <laughs> but it was a car. So no. I, I had, did you I had... get a car when you turned 16? Either of you guys? No. 
<laughs> no, so I remember just, watching. So just me then. Watching a really? No, <laughs> I got a car when I was twenty-one. Watching, but... watching movies in the eighties with the, you know kids that got cars when they turned sixteen, and just thinking that was such a ridiculous Hollywoodism. Yeah. yeah, like that never happens to anyone. Well, okay, let's 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 be honest about it. I mean. The escape room, I mean, escape rooms in general are not the the cheapest, and we are essentially a premium escape room, and we do, I mean, it's $28 per person, and if you're doing a kid's birthday party, and you're, you know, it, it's it, like just doing an entire room alone is going to be over $200 for, for, for one room. You add another room, or you add any catering, or use of our event space. I mean, it's not unreasonable for a, a just a birthday party to be three to $500, mm-hmm. okay? If you're able to, without blinking, Kings drop three to five hundred dollars on your kid's birthday party at the escape re- Getting your kid a you know sixteen year old kid a car is probably not that huge yeah. a surprise. <laughs> was it a beater? Did you see it? I didn't see it. <laughs> a beater. I mean, That's it wasn't. So it wasn't brand new. I know was it, it was an old used, beater. Eh? No, I, I don't know how. Old, yeah, it was used. I don't know how old okay, it was. That's I didn't not so see bad. It. it was a used Maserati. <laughs> used Maserati. There's no such thing as a used Maserati. <laughs> Nobody buys a used Maserati. You, you buy a Maserati and then you just you wreck it and you get a new one because you can. <laughs> I love the the Maserati dealership in Alpharetta, which shares its it's it's a combined Ferrari Maserati dealership, but they make the Maseratis park outside. <laughs> Because the showroom is small, and and so they keep the Ferraris in there. So even even amongst the even amongst the, the high class cars, there's subclasses. Yeah, the Maseratis. Oh, we have to all be outside in the rain. Oh, boo! Wah! <laughs> 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 I guess they're they're Italian. <laughs> oh, we have to all be outside in the weather. Oh God, oh, God don't do that. That's no. that hurts my ears. That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> Ethnicist, first of all. <laughs> oh yeah. Speaking of that's it's a racist. Joke. It's, it's, it's okay. the gif. It's my, one of my all favorite right. gifts. You just the reminded me. Although it's a well, racing car, so that is racist. Uh, <laughs> thank you for reminding me. You're welcome. This whole thing with the weather and the snow and the snow melting and the mm-hmm. it's still cold outside and we have to all be be wary of the evil black ice. Why the ice got to be black? <laughs> Jeez, okay. You Moving brought on. that topic back up just to say that. Ando, thank you for coming today. <laughs> of course. I always love being on Nerdburger. I thought Burger. you would appreciate I, that. I, you know, okay, you know, two seconds. So let me say this, that you know, since we said we were originally going to record yesterday morning, I was the first one that tapped out and said, look, my I, I cannot possibly pull out of my, my apartment complex right now. My car is under inches Yeah, you sent snow. photos. Yeah, and, and and I was so upset that you guys were gonna be were gonna have to do this episode without me. Not because it, I just I love being on the show so much. So I'm in a way kind of glad your power was. I'm out glad we so. could suffer and accommodate. Yeah, yes. I, I appreciate it. It's so <laughs> awesome. So I appreciate this, guys. Ando is uh, agreeing to pay for your hotel room from last night. It <laughs> sounds to me. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> so we'll just deduct that from my. Uh, one of my hotel nights at uh, Andocon, then. <laughs> so, thank you for showing up. Of course. Yes, thank you. Mike, where can they find us? They can find us at nerdburgershow.com, at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook email. Email us or don't at nerdburgershow at gmail.com. And you can go to uh, nerdburgergames.com for game stuff. You can go to uh, to, uh, to drivethroughrpg.com, and you can pick up your uh, – I made a supplement – for Murders and Acquisitions, it's called Holiday Bonus. <laughs> it's 10 pages long. It's a PDF. You can buy it there, along with the game and the Capers Preview Edition. And Ando, where, the, where can we find you? Uh, at andocon.org, uh, at andocon on the Facebook and the Twitters. And if you're more interested in me personally, well, 
Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And it's at theamazingando.com. Oh, wow. <laughs> AndoCon 2018, March 9th to the 11th. Indeed, at uh, Atlanta Marriott Peachtree Peach Corner. Corners. So be there. You really, really do. You want to be there. We'll be there. We'll be there. Yep. I'll be there, I think. <laughs> Better fall this planning and you don't show up. Whew. On the next episode of Nerdburger, Mike and Craig introduce a guest, talk to the guest, talk about some news stories, hit on a few sidetracks into nonsense, make some inappropriate jokes, and answer another Kevin question, all in a finite amount of time. Get to the back of the line. Get to the end of the episode. Don't use your microphone like that. It's shameful. Who are you talking to? I don't know. <laughs> Probably because I was over here like man all over. Oh, the mouth love. <laughs> That's what she said. And start that over. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Come on, next I get time it you want to have your mute on your mute button off or your volume up or whatever it was that you <laughs> No, I there? started to bring it down. I couldn't hear it. It didn't sound like it was coming down. Yeah. But okay. I just it go ahead. You know, I don't know, my arthritis because it's cold. I have take two. <laughs>